Hello and welcome to Lift Your Spirits, the podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jordan. And today, this is going to be episode 76, and we'll be reviewing Eternals, possibly talking about some other stuff. Um, just a front, I did not see the beginning of this movie. And where I came in at is where they are, do a flashback to Babylon. They're fighting the monsters outside the gates. Blue City. Oh, okay. So you missed the Oops. introductions, basically, of, of them just showing off their powers. They're, yeah. uh, they basically explain that... Oh, I don't know at what point they did the explanation. But basically, they, they came to Earth to protect Earth from the Deviants. And they just showed off all, like, all, all their powers, basically. They did a quick introduction of everybody's names. Like, it was, like, super quick. Like, like uh, they're fu- as they're fighting the Deviants, you'll see, this is Athena. And then, this is, you know, all the names. And then they went to Macedonia. That's where, that's where they gave, uh, they, they, like, taught them how to, you know, be civilized and all that stuff. And then it cuts to present day, and you see, what's the main character's name? The main character, the uh, man or the lady? The lady. Uh, her name is uh, Cersei? Cersei, yes, okay. So then the cuss of Cersei, present day, she's uh, late, to, late to work. She's a professor, or not a professor, she's a, a teacher, a history teacher at some big, really big, nice school for, uh, for like little kids. So she's there, an earthquake happens. And this is also where we get to meet Kit Harrington. Uh, earthquake happens, everything falls, life falls down, and she uses her powers to save one of the kids, but for, I guess the kids didn't realize. After the, after the earthquake, uh, I, think, I think they go on and just enjoy the night. Her, her Kit Harrington, and... Uh, uh, what's that little girl's name again? Sprite. Sprite, yes. And Sprite, and it showed at the very beginning that Sprite is like uh, doing an illusion as if she was an older version of herself, and she's talking to this guy. And the guy like goes to like touch her hand, and then like her hand's not really there because it's an illusion. She gets up and like, oh, I'll see you later, and walks out. But then they also leave, and that's when you get to fight, when, when they start fighting the first Deviant, the one that's able to absorb all the powers. Okay, and so it, it they, fights Sprite and... It's, it's fights, yeah, uh, Sprite and Cersei. Fights them for a little bit. Um, then that's when... Oh, I'm not really good at... I'm not really good at... Oh, Icarus. When Icarus shows up, Icarus goes and, like, beats his ass. And then it heals itself. And, we're, and they're all, like... That's just, like, whatever her name is. Healing power. And they go on the trek. Oh, dang. I feel like you missed a lot. Yeah, I, I, dude, I showed up like it, my movie said it started at eleven forty, and I got there at like twelve ten. Shoot, and then I mean, like, you missed a couple jokes too. Basically, like, uh, Cersei told Kit, uh, Kit Harrington, I'm just gonna call him John Snow. It was Dane Whitman. No, John Snow told John Snow, you know, okay, you know they're dating, right? You did, you do, yes. you catch that? Okay, so she, I guess at the very beginning she says that her ex was a pilot. And then after seeing him fly, he, re- he realizes that that was the pilot. And he, he had this thing where he thought she was a wizard or some kind of magician or something at, anyway at the very beginning. 
She missed that. Um, shoot, Babylon. I don't. I don't. I don't know what else you missed. At that it point. might have been Macedonia. Actually, it was a blue city. It was a blue. I'm pretty sure that was Babylon. Because Babylon... honestly, I I wasn't confused by anything. Like where I came in, I kind of got everything I needed. Like, yeah, because I, 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 I knew Kit. I knew Kit much. New Kit Harrington's character wasn't an eternal, and yeah, it was all everything was still pretty explanatory for me. Okay, um, I think the only other thing that you might have missed is the death, or it showed that leader lady was or the prime eternal was dead. Oh, we seen I seen that. Okay, I seen them find out. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that, that that you might not missed anything else then. All right, so, so basically everything that you just told me is what I imagined I missed. Yes, uh, I might I might uh, be leaving something out, but I don't recall. I'll end up watching it again. But uh, so, what did you think as the as someone who watched the entire movie of this movie oh, as a whole? Overall, um, oh wait, 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 we're doing this all wrong, Nick. We're doing this all wrong. I gotta talk about my theater experience. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> that was mine. Was that I was. 25 minutes late. <laughs> okay. So I couldn't get my favorite. I couldn't get the seat that I always want. I always get because the, the, the theater was actually packed this time. So the whole top row was packed before I could even buy my ticket. I usually buy the ticket the morning of and at the earliest showing because nobody's ever there. But for some reason, everybody was there. And so I ended up being on the second highest row, I think row H. And I, I got the middle seat there, but I was, I was next to people. Kind of wanted my own space, but that's that's fair, whatever. So I sat down. I had one dude on the side of me, on the right side of me, nobody to the left of me just yet. And soon the, the people from the left come in, and it turns out it's it's like a mom and maybe her two, three daughters. And when I tell you, those were the most annoying people I have ever heard in a in a theater, <laughs> like. Me and the dude next to me both looked at him and was about to tell him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, they, they were making jokes at things that weren't even funny, and they were just laughing and all the other stuff. But I will say, towards the very end of the movie, when they did the end credit scene, both the person next to me, on, on both sides of me, the girl and the guy, like, I guess they're huge Marvel fans, and they were like, no way, it can't be him. No, like, they, they both jumped up with, like, craziest reactions and yeah. and then there's me so who is that guy <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that okay that was my theory also i bought a full drink and popcorn okay i hadn't eaten because i was running super far behind so i also had the second highest row center and middle but there was nobody else in my row the row behind me was packed i don't know what the fuck they did to my drink if there was a hole in it if I tilted, if I tilted the cup centimeter, like any amount, if I didn't have it perfectly level, it would spill all over me. So by the end of this, maybe twenty five percent of the soda of a large soda was covering me. I was so pissed. That, that towards the end, I stopped taking it out of the cup holder and just leaned forward and drank it out of the cup holder. <laughs> that's that sucks. It was, that's that's it a was, good time. Yeah. Was not the most smooth movie watching experience for me, but it's whatever. 
So I, I so I would say we both kind of had annoying experiences seeing this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see, uh, there's a good chance that they were excited not for the character, but for the actor who was playing the character, because that was Harry Styles. Oh, yeah, it was Harry Styles. I didn't know that until after. Like I acted, I looked up the. I think I looked up the entire scene. I looked up something, and they said it was Harry Styles. I was like, "Oh, didn't even re- like, didn't even realize." I was still also stuck on their reactions. They might have been freaking out over. The- um, I would say the the girl on the left was definitely freaking out over that. The guy on the right was freaking out on based on who it was. Okay, well, there, there's also a possibility because I think it is a major character, although I haven't. I don't know anything about them, but uh. So let, let's get into it. From what oh, I wait, saw, also spoilers, spoilers, um, spoilers, not spoilers. Kind of late, kind of late. Kind of late wait. So let's no, no. Before we do spoilers, real quick and easy. Uh, what did you think about the movie? Did Did you like it? Did you not like it? I give it seven. I think it's seven. a good movie, but I also had a huge problem with the plot later on. And I and I told this I told it to the dude next to me as we were talking about the movie after it was over. I was like, "Yeah, they just dropped the ball on that shit." Because I don't know why they didn't like that, but I would okay. say it's, it's a seven. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty enjoyable movie. I'm gonna be honest with you. I had the lowest expectations for this movie, so I think I liked it more than it's. Oh, oh, oh have... that's exactly how I feel. I, I was going into Eternals thinking that it was going to be complete trash. It was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. I think I would probably give you give it a seven as well. Also, I didn't see all of it, but I got most of the important. Yeah, bits. you got most of it. I would say it's definitely worth seeing. It's probably, if you can do it, go see it in theaters. It's experience. Movies also, really are meant to be seen on massive screens. Yeah. Also, um, Nick, I'm going to say that um, at that beginning scene where I told you where Icarus comes in. That's the first time she sees him since they broke up. I got that too. Okay. Okay. Really, it does a great job of reiterating information because, like, I was, I got all their powers. They were fighting like three or four deviants outside the gates of that place. Yeah, they all use their powers and all. Yeah, you probably missed maybe fifteen minutes of it. Not even. Yeah. Well, not even usually that. The, usually, the trailers are like fifteen, twenty minutes anyway. So, um, let's see. Um, starting off with it, I, I don't think we need to go through this scene by scene. No, it's not amazing. We could probably go huge overview. I'd like to break into the characters because I think that he did something. This is one of the only times where in, in producing an entire team works. And the reason is, is because they all have the same backstory. Yeah. Like, you it know, made it no, simple. Yeah, they all have different personalities, but origin is the exact same. So you don't, it's not like Justice League where you had to do 20 different origin stories. You could just right. say they're all the same, they all have slightly different powers, and they all are different personalities here you go learn the characters i agree with that like most of these characters i think i liked wait say that again i think i liked most of these characters if i'm being honest um let's see i did not like the mind guy 
I think you weren't supposed to though. Uh okay. Got a point. He was he supposed to be a, a prick. Okay, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I did like the mind guy and the fast ladies um uh connection, relationship. Yeah, having a relationship. I thought that was fun, actually. It was like, cool. I like that. I like how everybody else was like, could you not? And they're just like, could you not? <laughs> I think um, I think the one dude, uh, the dude that shoots that shoots the bullets, he's he's funny. Uh, yeah. So Kingo is his name in the movie. Uh, Kamal Nanjiani is the actor. He, I don't I, I don't like how you shot, how you shot the bullets though because it's like why couldn't you just hold it like a regular gun? Like you know what I mean? He was doing it before guns existed. I know, but then I was thinking that maybe he was going to change his ways after guns was existed. I don't know. I thought it was like, I I thought most of the hand movements in this actually were kind of unique. Mm-hmm. So I liked. He was probably my favorite out of all of them, as far as I like to see him in other movies. He was funny, and like he really, he seems like he he would fit Marvel universe the most. Yeah. Gilgamesh, um, the uh, the strong guy. I thought he just looked like a young version of Wong. Yeah, I, I think he's I not even. I don't thing. think he's Chinese though. I think he's Samoan, but his voice even kind of sounds similar. And it just, I kept I, thinking I like how, it was him. I like how they brought all these different like ethnicities and like concepts together for this team. But yeah, he's South Korean. He, he was Gilgamesh, and I've pictured I've seen Gilgamesh in so many different other shows and stuff. And I was just like, I don't like him being Gilgamesh. I don't like. I feel like he just doesn't fit that vibe for me i see i've and never heard of any strongest. never heard of any of these characters uh, well i've heard of them in different okay you've heard of athena right oh. you, never, you never heard of athena i think they even mentioned that in wonder woman no her name is athena i know but she's basically athena yeah but I mean, i've never seen the eternal characters before is what i'm saying oh oh i've never oh. seen anything with eternals in it okay i same here. I'm. I just meant like in other different, in like different shows completely. These names all come up, and the way that they're portrayed are completely different than how Eternals portrayed them, and it it, it just didn't fit with me. Gilgamesh didn't anyway. Um. So again, I really liked Kingo. I thought I I actually really liked Icarus's turn thought it was kind of interesting to have him kind of be like the obvious leader the obvious like superman type and then have yeah. him be just a little bit evil i mean i agree um i like that about Igris. i also like the joke that was made about him being superman in a marvel movie i i just didn't know how that how that worked i think they can make those i thought that was I, I a little mean, weird it, too I, I as soon as he said superman i was like this is not the right it's not the right comics, but I was like, I completely see what you, where he's coming from because he's basically is Superman. I wonder if it's, they were talking, if he, see, here's the thing is they never really, Superman is such a generic term, right? No, they, they said, they said the cape and everything and shooting. But, they, yeah, but that's all like generic stuff. You know what I mean? They, that's, I mean, it's, it's so generic. specific. It's so specific to Superman, but it's probably just generic enough that they can get away with it. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying for for how they got away with the joke, but they are definitely 100 percent talking about Superman. 100. percent Yeah, but I I feel like it's so weird to think that they would have Superman comics in a world where you have other superheroes. You would just have Marvel comics. 
or or like that's how it was in DC, or DC really is just comics, and Marvel is the real the real stuff. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is like in like Logan, right? Remember Logan? Yeah, they had X Men comic books of the X Men that were existing in the world. They were made up I, stories. I get what you're saying, but don't forget that's, the same that's a different universe. But don't forget this is a different universe now. I feel like and, that, and that was what made makes with the Marvel. most sense. That's what makes the most sense for a universe like this. Though, why would you make up new superheroes when you have already existing superheroes? Got a point. Unless Superman does exist in the Marvel, uh, the Marvel world, or maybe this is a reference that they're going to make a Marvel DC crossover movie. Yep. Likely. Um, I also liked uh, Angelina Jolie's character, Athena's uh, whole thing. How she was like going insane and like super dangerous the whole time. I, I liked, I liked that. I also like it dawned on me like towards the end of the movie that Angelina Jolie had like the smallest role. Like one of the smaller roles, um, as in like her character was just a background character to me. Yeah. Like I like it was always that one that could that could explode and everything, but she was not at the forefront of this movie. Like I I would you would think somebody as Angelina Jolie would be. Well, I think they wanted. Uh, don't think they want to have to bring her back. Don't think we're gonna see a full Eternals cast. I'm sure she's very expensive. I think she will come back. Specifically, I think, I think her, whoever was on that ship at the very end is all coming back. I think she was on the ship, was she? Oh, she was. She was. Um, well, here, let me, just, let me just go off of this, right? So I'm looking at the cast right now on Google. Mm-hmm. I always find it interesting how they list the cast. And so the first person they list is Angelina Jolie, even though she has arguably one of the smaller roles, followed next by Kit Harrington, who had an even smaller role. Yeah. You, then, the then, Harry, then Harry Styles, who was only <laughs> in the cameo. Fourth person listed is Icarus, and the fifth is uh, Cersei, who are arguably the two main characters of this movie. Right. Subseded by three people who were definitely secondary to background characters. And I also like the play on um, names because Cersei is from Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, it's spelled differently in Game of Thrones, though. But it's, I know it's spelled differently, but it's like Cersei is also Cersei is in love, is in love also, with one of the Starks, and it's it's, it's silly. Yeah, Cersei is also a uh, all they're all mythology based names. Oh, oh yeah, I, I got that after you know. They start how after Sprite talked about making all the stories, I got that like they were all part of them. I love I love how Icarus really flew into the sun at the very end. Yeah. I I also agree with you. I like how they all had different ethnicities because I mean, what you had Icarus was Scottish. Uh, I believe Cersei is she is Chinese. Wait, no, it's not Cersei. Gilgamesh was Chinese or. Korean. South, South Korean. Wait a second, though. Oh, wait. Last name is Chan. She is an Her last name is Chan, but she's an English actor born in London. I'm imagining her family must have come from China is what it looks like. Yeah. And then you have uh, Salma Hayek, who's also a pretty famous actor, and I believe she is, yeah, a Mexican or Spanish. 
Uh, then we had South Korean uh, Droog, the guy with the mind powers that you didn't like. He had an Irish accent. He's Irish. Uh, Najihani obviously is Pakistani uh, American. He's a comedian. I can't believe he's still the craziest one because like he went from like a normal looking dude to like stupidly ripped. Uh oh, this lady was in The Walking Dead. I did not see her in that show though. The fast lady. I've seen her before. I couldn't make out where I've which show I've seen her from. She was best known as Connie on The Walking Dead. Uh she also did something on Broadway. She's from Chicago. Mm. She is she really deaf? Oh, that's a good question. Probably not, because she's on Broadway, maybe. Mm. Eternal. Here we go. Let's see. I don't think the actress is deaf, but don't quote me on that. I just can't see anything. Okay. No, hold up, hold up. She actually is deaf, yes. That's what I, I, thought, I, I thought I heard something about uh, somebody. I didn't know which movie it was, but somebody being deaf, actually playing a deaf person. So that's cool. That, that's pretty much the only way you should be doing it at this point, really. I like I liked her power the most. I think she's she's faster than Flash. Uh, I was about to say, I was about to say that was the best Flash effect we've had. I I I liked Quicksilver's in the X Men universe. It was fun. Mm-hmm. That that is how the Flash is supposed to look. That was the best, whatever you want to call it, effect CG camera angles. However they did it, that's how it's supposed to look. And honestly, while I was watching that fight scene towards the end, I was just thinking how she could argue, arguably be the strongest out of all of them. Yeah, well, she was... I, I was with you because, first off, that reminded me of Injustice when you're doing Flash Super Move and you just keep throwing people all through time. But mm-hmm. the, way, the way he, like, hit and you'd see him just when he comes to impact and then he disappear again. Mm-hmm. She definitely could have... I don't think he could have been able to hit her, hit her honestly. They let her hit, let him hit her. Yeah, because I, I was like, I was like, it's a one v one, and she's just destroying him. I mean, I, she's clearly not doing enough damage because she's not doing hard enough punches yet. But she, she's winning this, and then all of a sudden he, he got a hold of her, which I just don't think he would have been able to. But I, I loved that effect, and I agree with you. I think she probably, a lot of the times they're just do this all the time where they underpower people for the suspense and then they have their powers full on when they need them like honestly for how fast she was running in certain scenes no one should be able to ever hit her let alone even see yeah, her yeah also they kept throwing around you know the strongest and leader and like the greatest and I, I didn't like how they were throwing that around because you know Angelina Jolie is supposed to be the greatest uh, Olympian warrior but Gilgamesh is probably the strongest fighter but then you got uh, Icarus as being the strongest, just in general. Yeah, two and powers. I, and, I, and I was like, aren't y'all all from Olympia? Like that 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 was that was the story that that they came up with. They they all came from Olympia, and I'm just like, it it was definitely a little confusing. Bothered me, right? Was that? Okay, let's let's do this, right? So, 
historically, man made the deviants and was like, oh shit, deviants got out of control. I gotta make something else to kill them. Yeah. I'm gonna build this team to kill the deviants. Let me send one, two, uh, three, arguably people who have abilities to fight people. Yeah, I. Then let me send one, two, three, four people who have abilities that are pretty much exclusively going to work on humans. Then one person, the speed lady, whose powers are. Uh, it could be used either way. But, like, wouldn't you have just made fucking, like, eight of Icarus and just sent them all down there to just fuck with these dudes and up? Just in, yes, just in them all. Because, like,. Other than that, they just and then they just let humanity do its own thing. That was the whole thing. Is they didn't even have to help humanity. Humanity was gonna find its way there eventually. It needed and... to not be drugged down by the deviants. Just make dudes that can just fucking laser and fly and be done with it. And then I had a problem with the storytelling. Not storytelling. The what was he? What was the celestial's name? Actually, I don't care. Uh, we can call him the celestial. Started, started with an A. It's something big. I, I, that's all I remember. Uh, I didn't like. I didn't get his story right. So after watching the entire movie, it's known that he they blow up the they blow up the planet pretty much to to birth the new celestial, and he takes them off world re, and resets their memory. But if you have a hundred thousand of them like that, like they showed in that one flashback earlier on, just let them die and then just go with the next ones. The Eternals. Yeah, for the Eternals. I think I think that was that vision was a little bit more like, uh... but I actually th- I actually think, I that, think they're, that they're the only Eternals because no, they couldn't find any they could they couldn't find any any of them. Star Fox, huh? Styles character at the end Star Fox is an Eternal. He's an Eternal. He literally says that. I I couldn't hear it because they were they were fucking yelling. Oh yeah, no, there's like, there's okay. other Eternals for sure. I don't think there was that many other Eternals. Oh, okay. there's definitely Eternals. He literally says he's an Eternal, but he's also Thanos' brother. So how does that work? I, I'm imagining he's maybe not too bad. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that part later. I'll um, look Star Fox up. We can look Star Fox up, but I definitely think there are other Eternals. I just think that there's not. However many were in that vision, I think that was just a little bit like uh, an impression, you know, just to. Yeah. visuals uh, then, then there's this, this next problem that I have that I just thought about actually while we were talking today um, here we go here we go with Jordan about the river part this whole movie but still say he likes it um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know how Thanos did the snap right and they already explained why they couldn't interfere but yeah. the mind dude was li- literally living off by himself and Thanos did the snap taking away half his people wouldn't he have done something at that point Wait, who was living by themselves the mind guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because he clearly didn't want to follow orders anyway, anymore. Would they have even known what was happening? Like, if he was living by himself, no technology, no nothing. Oh, all these people point. disappeared, and Thanos wasn't even on Earth. He wouldn't even have known. Like, maybe she knew. Maybe uh, Ajax knew because the Celestial knew, and the Celestial told her. But you really want to go there, right? would think that if new celestials to be born it requires 
devastation of planets. That means every single celestial seed on a planet out there that was about to be born everywhere got set yeah. back half of the time. We need however many billion people are on this planet and we just cut it by half that means every celestial is gonna it just went back half the cooking time basically like you would think he would be like okay we need to fuck this dude up like all the celestials rock right. kick his ass please that didn't make sense to me then and then and then the, to keep letting things happen even though the people from earth is the one that's that put everything back on on track stupid and then, and, then, and then to be like, yeah, these people are clearly powerful and strong. Let's get rid of them all. I guess the Celestial is thinking in super big terms, though. You know what I mean? Like, the individual people are not important to him. Yeah, but I mean... I'll... And planets aren't important to him. Like, it's... You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll also, the, back, the, 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 part, the part where he, he's the one that caused the whole problem anyway with the Deviants. Yeah, that that was I kind of seen that coming. It's, it's always something like that where it's like, oh my own stuff. I did this, and now I have to. I don't know. Then, so so at this point, you know they're at the mine place. Okay, well actually, we're not we're not talking in terms of the scenes. So I'm just gonna say, I I didn't know what was going to happen. I knew that that Deviant is was going to get more powers, but I didn't know whose power he was going to get. And I was hoping that he would try to get Athena's or Athena's power. Because it might fix the Maduary, because at that time I didn't know what it what was causing it, yeah. and so I was hoping that was going to happen. And then when I when I saw her get put to uh, told to stay still in that corner, I was like, "Oh, it's, it's a wrap." I know this dude's about to die, He's trying to protect her. Yeah. And then that dude, and then and then the the deviant became sentient. Like, uh that that it was it was low key kind of fire. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm kind of yeah. sad on how they did the fight towards the end because I, I feel like it was just. Well, I'm not fully sad. It was it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, they just are too quick to get rid of villains. On a on a yes. similar point, I just don't understand why movies can't these movies cannot produce better villains. You either get a villain that's too good, like a Loki or uh, Baron Zemo or somebody, and they don't want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And they end up becoming good. Or you get a villain like this, who is just a gray man. Like, who the fuck are they hiring for Look, character designs? All, all I'm going to say is, he was giving me a, like a renewal to Ultron vibes, and I was like, they can do some shit with him if he if he can absorb more uh, of the, more of the I, Eternals. I hundred percent. I liked I liked where he was going. I'm just talking oh, purely oh, visually. Why? Yes. why can we not make something that looks interesting <laughs> and like? Good. And memorable, like they all look the same. But and also, look oh, just ahead. like Doomsday from from Batman v Superman, but with four eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, it just bugged me. But also, here's here's another part. I guess since we're talking about villains, Icarus as a villain was it was it was set up nicely, and and the execution was just was it was thrown out the window, and it kind of pissed me off. I wish they would. I wish he wouldn't have killed himself. Like, I wish he would have just kept being. I wish he would have said, you know, like, "Hey, I can't kill her because I do love her. I am still 100% against this and 100% for my dude. And I'm gonna fly back to this guy and be like, "Hey, sorry, this shit got fucked up, and I wanted him to have to be a recurring problem for them." That uh, that would have been nice, but also I wanted him to kill her, low key, because 
Well, that would have been crazy. Because the whole the whole plot of this movie was driven by him. When you, when you see his flashback on what he did to to get where they're at, and then him to go out of his way to thinking that he killed the mind guy and try to kill the, all the other ones, just just to stop right there in front of her, kind of irritated me. It was just like, bro, you just you just dropped the ball. You just dropped you just dropped the bag. Like they kind of have to because her being I, taken by the um her being taken by the guy. See, see, this is why tend to do his whole thing. This is now now hear hear me out. Now this is why I didn't like the fight with um the deviant because I was thinking he was actually gonna go kill her, right? If the deviant was still alive, the deviant could have sucked up his his power at the end, and that could have been like a third arc or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they could have done better with the deviant. Took deviant Icarus's power. Yeah, he could have took Icarus's power and then like flew off or something. Like I don't I don't know, but could have had more knowledge and he could have known like, oh I can go actually fight the celestial or something. Yeah, like it it, it could have played out differently. Like it, it would have showed Icarus is still gonna do what it what it takes to, to, you know, do whatever he needs to do. And then he gets killed. The deviant's still here. The deviant could be a new problem because that would be really cool. This this deviant is super powerful and it's still fucking lost so easily. I don't know. I, I just it is kind of sad, right? Because at the end of this, only villain quotation marks that is left is the celestial, and it's like none of these people are gonna fucking fight the celestial, right? Now um, speaking about that, we're talking about celestials. Low key, I thought Galactus was being born on the planet at a, at a point because of how the helm, how the head was looking coming out oh, yeah. of. I thought color it was Galactus, Galactus color was helmet. all wrong. Yeah, that, the color was all wrong. But I thought it could have been Galactus's helmet, and I was like. Hold up, is Galactus like already on Earth and some some future movie is gonna change this this celestial here to be Galactus and he already he's already here? That would be that would be kind of fire. Kind of. I liked how I have this weird thing that I like, but like how like the mon- how the celestial was like halfway out of the or partly out of the ground and then he's frozen mm-hmm. like solid. I just think that looks super cool. Yes, I, like, and I was, that's just I was there like, forever now. It's just a yeah. giant marble fucking turtle halfway out of the ocean. Like it's dope. So now my question is, how are they going to explain Galactus? Isn't Galactus like a, a eater of worlds? Uh, I think he's. No, enough about Galactus, but do you think he's going to be the next villain? I think as some, I mean, we're we we just set up Celestials. We set up, we're setting up so much space stuff that I think Galactus would be. The next big thing, or or during the fight with Kang, I think it's going to be Kang, and here's why. Get ready for this, right? Oh, we got all of the Eternal stuff. Let's just run down the list of where we think every where everyone's been left off, right? So, uh, Cersei has been snatched. Yes. Uh, Festos, go, still on Earth. Else yes. is still on Earth. Are they? Um, they're still on Earth. Gamesh is dead. It's just, it's just, it's just Thena, the mind guy, and the and the Flash, the uh, the discount Flash is in Are space. In space, Sprite can go. Sprite is a normal girl. So we she's probably... not even in it. So just Kingo and Festus are the only Eternals left on Earth. Cersei's gone. Icarus is dead. Uh, so we only have two Eternals on Earth, and both one of them can fight, and one of them can make stuff. I think they'll end up in other movies. Well, we they they, make, can, they can both fight. They can both fight. You saw him fight. Yeah. But I mean, they're not the. Neither of those are the. Uh, yeah. Um, Athena, they're I, not Icarus. 
I would they'll, say they'll, they'll make cameos. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll be fighting anytime soon. I think they'll be. I think Stos is definitely going to play a role with the fact that we don't have any smart guys to build stuff. Man, universe right now, and he's like the original smart guy who builds stuff. I I see what you said. I agree with you on that, but I don't see any connections to Eternals to anybody else just yet. Like I don't like how how would that like he wants to live a regular life. How would he come into play? When the problem gets big enough, he's going to want to save the Earth. Okay. Uh, but here's the big thing for me is Kit Harrington is I think going to be a guy. huge. He's going to be a huge player moving forward. I just did a little bit of reading on him, and a big part of his intro is that uh, helps helps in the battle against Kang the Conqueror with the Avengers. Oh shoot. He's he's like an important player versus Kang. I thought uh, he was going to have something to do with Doctor Strange because I didn't know what his sword was. So his sword, let, let I can break you, I can break down for you what it is. So back in King Arthur's time, his great ancestor Sir Percival, I believe, Percy, uh, something like that, is uh was yeah Sir Percy of Scandia during King Arthur's time and was murdered by his nemesis Mortar. And his sword basically becomes cursed. And then his spirit, I think, is connected to the sword and is passed down generation by generation to the next person. The uncle, Dane Whitman, the current Kit Harrington's character, mm-hmm. the uncle was Black Knight II as a supervillain. When he takes when he takes the sword on, I think he's going to he becomes a hero. Quotation marks. Okay. But so they're going to change a lot of this. this is all the old you know 70s 60s comics just looking at his his what we've kept so far sword uh being given to him by his uncle already confirmed because he was talking about you should she was talking about you should make up with your uncle yeah also lead lends to him possibly being a supervillain. clearly knows something is up with that sword you know, when he was out and yeah, those yeah, have he's... powers. Yeah. Uh, top of that, once again, taking into account that they're going to change all of this up to fit the current thing, but they like to pull from the roots. Uh, he's involved with the Avengers in the fight against Kang. Okay. Uh, he uh, counters Doctor Strange and helps him fight an extra-dimensional threat. Uh, something, I can't pronounce it. Uh, so, I mean, he... he his early yeah, he's, days. He's gonna he has, play a very big role. He's gonna be John Snow all over again. I think he's gonna. You know, we don't have Captain America anymore. We don't have Iron Man anymore. We need to get some new leading characters, and I think he might move forward into this leading character. Like he's a big actor that people like. But you're not gonna get him for something that you're just gonna away. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, that's what they did with um. The other, the other Stark, Rob Stark. Yeah, true, but I don't think he's as big of an actor. I agree. So what I'm saying is, I think he's gonna be. I'd imagine he's gonna make his way to leading, being a part of the Avengers here. That's gonna be a new. That's gonna. That's gonna be interesting. I like that. I like that idea. I oh, I agree is, with you. It's crazy. Um, who who's? Do you know whose voice that was at the very end? Um, talking to him. A lot of people. Sword? A lot of people in that, huh? Sword. Who? 
Well, it could have been Nick Fury. No, no, it's not Nick Fury. I was just about to say a lot of people were saying this Nick Fury, and I was like, that's not his. That's not Nick Fury's voice. What happened was he touched the he touched the sword, right? He touched the sword, and then the guy asked him, "Are you ready for that's that?" His, like that? That's his. That's his. That's uh, his ancestor, the first guy who had the sword, Percival or whatever, Percy, whose sword, whose I believe spirit is connected to the sword in some way. He guides all the people who take on the sword. Oh, okay. He's gonna have some. He's gonna have some ghost guy. Okay. Okay. Whitman frees Sir Percy's spirit from near the. No, never mind. This is something else. Uh, it's bro. The people were saying Doctor Strange in my in the theater, and I was just like, that's not Doctor Strange at all. It's his. It's clearly his his ancestor because there is some connect. It's kind of like Doctor Doctor Fate's helmet has it has a spirit trapped in it. Okay, so I, I was, it, I was just get... about to say that I, I also thought there was a spirit inside the sword. You know, I think that's that that also makes sense. Some people, some people in that theater was also saying that it's a, I can't remember the, the actor's name, but the person that's going to play Blade, and I was like, I see no connection from this to that. But no, I go I, ahead, I, <laughs> go ahead and think that. I guarantee you, it's just the voice of the guy who, King Arthur's time, uh, sword. Curse on the sword apparently is every time it draws blood, it drives the user closer to madness. Okay, it's one that's of those. Probably, that's 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 a, a good reason to why he didn't want to use the, the sword originally, but now he has to. To but... <sighs> she got she got taken immediately. I mean, he's gonna. I think he's gonna bring her back though. He said that he's just gonna go view their memories and see if Earth is worth, you know, saving or not. Hold up, check. The, I'm, I'm just reading through the wiki. I'm sorry. Captain America leaves the Avengers, and Black Knight eventually becomes the de facto leader of the Avengers. So this next Avenger, this next Avenger movie is going to be crazy. Yeah. But we're still pretty off from that, right? We probably we probably got to we got to go through all of. He's going to have. Here. He's going to have his own movie. I guarantee you. Before we even get to this. Yeah, and that's. I wonder who they're gonna fight though. I don't think they're gonna fight Kane next. Uh, actually, they might. They might. They might do that now. Actually, have have King not be like a long-lasting villain. Maybe. Maybe these. Maybe the celestial threat is not gonna be universe-wide. Maybe it's gonna be more specific. Here's yeah. what I thought. Here's what I thought. Right when he said. You've uh, sacrificed the life of eternal for the people of Earth. I'm not gonna. He said, "I'm not gonna punish them. Your memories will determine whether it was worth it." Yeah. What I'm thinking is he's gonna read her memories and decide if, if he worth. should if he should get rid of her. Oh, Earth, as, as I don't the think eternal. Coming, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think he's coming back to Earth to attack Earth. I think he's gonna read her minds, and if she, if he thinks you fucked it, I'm getting rid of you. So Whitman's next time we see him, he might it might just be him going to save her. Okay. And then something will happen, and that's how Galactus is born. Galactus so kind of is out there, and... but because of all this, he gets. They get on their his radar. I'm telling, or... you, I'm telling you, that Celestia is going to become Galactus, the one that's on Earth. I think it makes the most sense for because Galactus comes to Earth anyway. I think that makes a lot of sense. Or or Galactus will come to Earth, and that Celestia will get his power back and be able to come 
you know, be, be finished being born without blowing up the Earth, you know, have a giant celestial battle. Or? Or they don't use it at all, but I think that would be a missed opportunity. Maybe because of all of that energy that was on the planet from that uh, Eternal? Mm-hmm. It'll draw Galactus to Earth. Yeah. Shit. Okay, so Galactus was formerly a human, like just a mortal guy. Galactus is a cosmic entity. He originally consumed planets to sustain his life force and serves as a functional role in the upkeeping of the primary multiple continuity. So they kind of just use him to get rid of planets they don't want anymore. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he's an eternal. You mean celestial? I don't think he's a celestial. He's just. He's just a being that became powerful. Oh. I, I thought he was because Celestials are shown to be massive in size and Galactus is also like that. Yeah. But even if he's not a Celestial, that's fine. Oh. Now, on, on to the first end credit scene. Back when they meet Harry Styles, Thanos' brother, the other Eternal, whatever. So, like I said, both both people next to me went ballistics. Like I, I guess they, they saw they saw the uh, little short dude walk up first, and they immediately knew who he was. So I was like, both these guys are like huge Marvel fans. Like the, the dude on my right, the guy on my right, was probably like eighteen at most. And I was like, there's no way he actually knows who this is. And then the girl on my left, who was being annoying as hell during the entire movie, I'm actually surprised that she was a huge Marvel fan. Like, like for her to know who these people are before I did. I, it was it was a little shocking. I'm not gonna lie, but so I asked the guy who who this person was, and they said this is Thanos' brother. And that's all he said. I was like, okay, I got that. Like I know that much. But the girl said Thanos' brother is is like they didn't think that he he was gonna show up because of how how they did the whole Thanos thing. And then they explained to me that you know Thanos was purple because of a genetic thing, and and just how they they really just look like humans or whatever. And then he, and then the lady, the girl said that they're both bad guys, but Thanos is just on an insane level versus this guy. So I think he might have a huge play in killing the Celestials, but also creating an evil Celestial, which I was going to say it was a Galactus, but if Galactus is not a Celestial, then maybe just an evil, powerful entity. I mean, I could see that. So, I can hear all that is basically confirmed. He's, uh, I think that maybe he is depicted as a member of a human offshoot race known as the Eternals. Uh, he was born on Titan. See, this is where it gets weird, right? Is because so his backstory claims he's born on Titan. Yes. This, they talk about how they weren't born anywhere, they were just made. That that's why I changing that's why stuff I wasn't up. Sure. Like because you know I didn't hear I didn't hear the Eternals part in in there, but that's because they they were screaming. I just I did hear the Thanos brother part, and then I was just like, this don't make any sense. And also, why why are you announcing yourself as Thanos's brother? Like that that dude is evil. But I don't know. So it, it can't. It doesn't make sense that he could be. Eternal and, be... and Titan from Titan, or born, I mean. 
unless I mean the Celestial also probably just didn't give all the information. But he was lying. And yeah, he like didn't he, he make them. No, but so they're gonna have to do some weird hoops to connect these things. If they want, either Thanos is gonna either either have to be an Eternal too, or, uh, or or there's just or maybe there are just different ways. No, because because he he specifically said that he made them without evolution so he can have control over them. That it wouldn't make sense to just make a human or or a a human-like being eternal because it goes against what he's trying to do. Because they can make their own, they'll make their own choices whenever. Are you absolutely sure that he said he was eternal? And it says it here on the Wikipedia too. Um, his powers are that he can control the emotions of other people. The what of other people? To control the emotions. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a hundred percent eternal. Oh, he's going to be internals too. Actually, actually, I don't know if they'll make an Eternals too. Because now, because now, okay, so you said they said Eternals will return at the end of the thing. So if they make an Eternals too, then maybe, maybe um, John Snow's like movie will be about something completely different. If he if he'll, he gets his own movie, he'll be really big. He'll he'll be like a main player in the Eternals too. Yeah, I think he'll be a main player. I I think Eternals two will will have. You know, two main stories going on. And with him trying to save Cersei and the other two, and then them, I, I guess, going to the Celestial just to kill him. Or, well, I think is that is that what he wanted to do? I can't remember. He knew. He said he knew where his where they had. Where been. They knew where the other Eternals were. So basically, he knew where to find. Uh, the celestial. Wait, wait, wait! But they didn't know anything about. They didn't know anything about the Eternals being taken from Earth. They did. Literally, right beforehand, they said something like, "Oh, she's just vanished." Oh, I thought I thought they were talking about all the Eternals. I thought they I thought they were saying that all the Eternals had just vanished, not specifically. Because they say it's been three weeks and they, and they haven't found anything. And they went to go look for the other Eternals. So I thought they were just saying all the other Eternals has vanished because they, they couldn't find them. So but I, I, I thought it was they were specifically talking that she had vanished. Because from how I remember it, they had already left before before the Celestial came. So they wouldn't know that, that he shipped them. It has like readers and stuff. They could just recognize that she's not on Earth anymore. I guess. Even contact them on the ship. It's not as if there's not like. I'm still, I'm still a big advocate for for them. I I agree with you saying that they that they also vanished, but I think they're still looking for the other Eternals. And this is the first, and Harry Styles is the first one that they've seen since they they've gone on their search. Yeah, they were still looking. They weren't coming back or anything, but I think they were talking about that she was she had vanished. Oh. Maybe all the Eternals are gone. 
and so I think that I'm reading this out now. It looks like he was sent to Titan to be an Eternal. There was multiple Eternals sent to Titan. Was one of them. So how did how is Eternals the brother then? That's the thing. Maybe he means like brother in arms. But everything here it says it keeps saying brother. Are you able to click on are you are you on this page on the wiki? Are you able to go to family and then click on like who the parents are? Gotta find that. Apparently he was accused of sexual assault, which isn't a wild thing to have on the wiki. Doesn't have that. Okay, I mean, I can I I can see this going, kind of, this end up ending up being kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I think all the all the future movies that are being set up right now are going to be insane. I just don't. It if. Black Knight's not getting his own movie. He's going to be like one of the biggest he's, parts he's, of Eternals. Yes, and then he'll be in Avengers. He might. He might be one of those people that, that doesn't get his own movie for a whole, for a very long time, like Black Widow. I think Star Fox might be the villain of the next one. Oh, I I agree with that. He he he's a bad guy, and I don't think they're playing like. I think he, I think his plan is to kill the Celestials, or at least kill one of them, or or get the power to be able to kill the Celestials. But I mean, I, I can't say too much because one, I don't know the character, and two, I'm, I'm literally only going by one line that he said. It's so it's so fun and kind of weird getting into these extremely. Uh extremely deep cut kind of characters that Marvel has in like mm-hmm. in, spa- in like in like space, you know what I mean? Yeah. People that you have no, you know, like unless you really read the comics back then it's like who would know? And that's pretty much how every space character has been nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy uh the Guardians were like I think this is interesting. I need I need to watch Mr. Sin- Mr. Sunday movies uh spiel on this. And see what, what he thinks. I, I, I want to watch a lot of videos, but that's the other thing is what are the chances, you know, they're going to change so much of what the original stuff is. Yeah, they might, but we, we still have a better idea of what could be possible. Oh. Like, for the Spider-Man movie, I hear that they're taking specifically from, like, two, two comics, and it's, and it's almost following it to the T from, from what we've seen in the trailers. Speaking of Spider-Man, have you seen the Mobius trailer? Oh. The new Mobius trailer actually looks really nice. And Mobius literally quotes Venom. He goes, like, like uh, one of the guys that he's scaring basically goes, who are you? And he, and he goes, I am Venom. And they said, just, just joking. So yeah, that confirms that he's in the same universe as Venom. But Venom just got switched over to our universe. So does that mean Mobius is coming to, our, to MCU? 
I have no idea. I I wish they would just like figure out that all together or don't put it together at all. Like I don't yeah. want this half ass shit. Yeah, because Sony's movie styles and versus Marvel's movie styles are completely different. Like the way that they shoot the movie and the coloring and all that are, are completely different. And I, I don't even know how how that stuff works. I guess I just gotta wait for Spider Man to come out. It was gonna happen. Yeah. Spider Man or Doctor Strange, just because I guarantee you they're gonna do some stupid shit or some fuck shit and not show us anything in Spider Man. You're gonna have to show us something. Like, 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 I think there's a possibility that they won't even show Venom, and then that's that's just gonna leave us all to be like, what's happening? Insane. Well, we'll all right. So, final thoughts on Eternals, I guess. Um. Hope to see all of these characters who are still alive return. Um, I did like most of them. I agree. I like I like them. I I like where this could go. For the next for the next movie, I think the movie was a, was a solid movie. I still just don't like how they, how how Icarus was. Like I I feel like that was just a a poor choice on how to write the ending. He definitely should have stuck with his with this resolve if he's willing to kill everybody else. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I I think they weakened him. He could have been he could have been a really interesting villain. Of you know, because the the Irish guy went against them, but he didn't want to. All understood. They all wanted to do differently, right? Yeah. He was the he just was willing to go there, but I mean, Icarus was. Will kill any of you if you get in my way, kind of stuff. Like I think he would have been so interesting to keep around like that. Yeah, a, a legit evil Superman to have. That he's not even really evil because he's just he's just following what he yeah was he's built just following for. orders yeah. And and then when he when he flew off to space, I thought he was just going to carry out the Celestials' plans elsewhere. He was going to leave. I thought he was pulling yeah. Omni Man. And then and then I saw and then like I saw the light. Before they even showed the sun, I saw the, like the light hitting off of him, and I was like, "I know he's not about to fly to the sun. I know they're not about to make this Icarus story come true." And then he, and then he did it, and I was like, "Low key, that was corny because I knew it was, well, I knew it was happening." And then I was just like, "I wish they would have just did this any other way." I, I feel like I feel like Icarus's ending and the and the way the Deviant was used was just not the strongest points in the movie. A lot of this movie suffers from the it's exclusively here just to build and lead up to other stuff yes this wasn't this movie you could not really enjoy this movie without knowing all the other bullshit it ended this way you know what I mean like it doesn't have a standalone conclusion it, it so clearly leads into if you want to know the rest of this watch yeah. the next one yeah that kind of feels bad to me, especially seeing as it's all new characters. You would have thought they could have at least. It wasn't a story it, for yeah, it wasn't a wrapped up movie. I also feel like Eternals is one of those movies that they should they should have shot back to back because it's clearly it's clearly like a part one, part two type of movie. It just ends. Well, that's the <laughs> thing is, do, do they have a do they have a set date for Eternals two? Do we even do we know that Probably it's not. happening? But I feel like Marvel movies are made in a way where, regardless of how the reception is, they have to just keep making them. Because oh, but it, the, the 
Perception's always good enough to keep making them. Even for Thor? Even Thor 2 was was that? Was good? Good enough. It made a lot of money. No one liked it, but it made enough money. Yeah, makes sense. Also, <laughs> they also had a whole plan. Yeah, like, yeah. That, what you mean? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if Eternals 2 isn't didn't receive world and they didn't have like a set day or anything. They, they they have to they have to keep going because it's all part of how the how the movies like how the movies are planned. I'm trying to see here. So what we just got Eternals. I'm just trying to see like what do we know for sure future wise. Uh, the next thing that we're gonna get is on the 24th we're getting Hawkeye. No, the next thing we're getting is Spider Man on the 18th. Spider Man is December eighteenth. Hawkeye yeah. is November twenty fourth. Oh, oh, okay. I thought I thought you were saying December twenty fourth. Okay. Hawkeye comes out next. Um, we're getting Spider Man. Then we have Doctor Strange. Oh. Spider Man No Way Home December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, and then Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Marvel release date twenty twenty two. Sure. It's Marvel. TV show or what? Mobius, January. Mobius doesn't really count. I don't. I... Oh, hold up. Miss Marvel might might be out of spot. I don't know why they put this in here. They're being stupid. It, it's getting a release date of winter 2022. Uh, uh, this list is being stupid as fuck. We have January Doctor Strange and Blade confirmed. January 21st, 2022 is Morbius. Strange Multiverse of Madness, May 6th, 2022. May. That's a long time. Or Love and Thunder, July 8th, 2022. Okay. Spider-Man across the next multiverse, or the, the next Spider-Verse movie, October 7th, 2022. Wait, you mean like Into the Spider-Verse 2? Panther 2, November 11th, 2022. So literally a whole year away from... Galaxy uh, holiday special date December 2022. You didn't say Loki yet. I haven't got there. That's crazy. I thought Loki season 2 would come out next year, but... Then Marvel 2 is February 17th, 2023. It's three, May fifth, twenty twenty three. I'm not getting there either. It Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Dude, Fantastic Four uh, will be their next priority after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So it's possible that we'll see it in November third, twenty twenty three. Possible? They're just guessing. Sir, you have not mentioned Loki yet. Which still haven't mentioned it. Another can okay, so I think they've out that twenty uh, that November third, twenty twenty three is gonna be a movie, but they don't know what it is. So they're gonna be Fantastic Four or Blade. Then America Dude. Four, Pool Three, She Hulk is getting a show. Moon Knight is getting a show. 
Uh, finally, we've come to Loki on this list. Season two of Loki. You know, you know what that uh, means, right? What that means? We have a lot more set up, and we're not going to see Kang for a, for a minute. Like and you them, know what? Them fighting Kang is probably it's probably like three four years out. Sure. We also have Ironheart. Is I think going to get a TV show? Ironheart. Is it is it going to be Pepper Potts or the daughter? Uh, oh wait, no, no Ironheart. No Ironheart's black. I think. It's it's just uh some lady. I think, yeah, I think she's. I think Ironheart is actually a black person. She inherits starts. Uh, I think I read one of that. Teenager, yeah, she's just some. She's just a teenage lady. Uh, then they're also thinking armor wars are gonna happen. It will reprise his role as Rhodey, and we'll have the solo spotlight in the War Machine armor in a series. It's a TV series. With nightmare scenario of the MCU, what if Tony Stark's iron technology fell into the wrong hands? What's... Too much happening. Uh, Ironheart's going to be a series. Armor Wars are going to be a series. Britain uh, invasion still has to happen. What has to happen? Uh, invasion. What did you What did you Google? Just, I just looked up the lineup for Marvel. So these are all these are all things that they've mentioned. These are not all confirmed. Okay. Things that are that are set up to happen. No, wait, wait. Uh, Talos for a series about the shape shifting scrolls that are playing the villain of the series. Uh, I think this is confirmed that if they have people cast for Secret Invasion, Ironheart and uh, Armor Wars. These are all these all must be confirmed, but they don't have a date, so they're in production. This is weird. Oh, I, I guess I only got the movie list on. I'm looking at everything, and then I guess they're doing Wakanda as a TV series as well on Disney Plus. I believe that. Oh, I actually, I think I heard about that actually. That's the last. That's yeah. the last thing in this list. For oh, also we need we need X Men. I I don't know if you said that or not. I this list has nothing for X Men in it. The only thing that they had out of that Fox property was. Uh, Fantastic Four. And Deadpool three. Deadpool three is looking like February sixteenth, twenty twenty four. This is just them guessing uh, on dates right now. These are just them guessing. Your list was far more extensive than mine. I just went through this whole thing. I, it, it only shows some of the movies. Captain America four. How do I feel about that? I'm just being clear that a lot of these things were uh, either guessing the dates on or. Guessing that it's going to happen in this order. Yeah, yeah. These are hard dates. Like Ant Man is a hard date. Guardians, both the Guardians movies are hard dates. Mm-hmm. Marvel Two is a hard date. Um, oh, okay. I found the list. That are, are you on Den of Geeks? Um, I think uh, there is a shit ton of stuff coming out. There's yeah. I, I, we've been sitting here just what they could be doing, and there's just a massive list of what they're going to be doing. So, the Marvels, is, is that going to be Captain Marvel 2? Because so that's, that's, that's what this one says, that the list that you're on. But on the list that I was on, it just said the Marvels by itself. I, I don't know if it has a 100% on the title. but So, they're thinking that Marvel is going to time this year, next year, winter 2022. Uh means that uh, she's going to get her movie, it must not be, or her series, series, I'm sorry, 
get her series before I do a, a movie with them teamed up and it already has a trailer on YouTube so should be coming out after Hawkeye shoot man next year fuck me can we fast forward some of this stuff I, I just want to I just want to see these movies I like how I seen Eternals two days ago and now I'm already past it and I want the next movie we have so much stuff and they seem to really be moving away from Earth and into the space and weird stuff. I'm telling you, that's because it's about to, it's about to be a, a cosmic battle. We're about to get the Silver Surfer. We're oh, about can't to wait. Fantastic Four, I want Doom and the Silver Surfer. That's what I want. I'm excited for Hawkeye, if I'm not going to lie. Hawkeye I'm excited for it because I think it's going to be down to Earth and kind of fun and not going to be be world like ending. World ending have to, to be like oh does this tie into this and this and this it's just i think it's just gonna be yeah we'll shooting some arrows at some black tax honestly player. honestly that just reminded me of one more thing that i had a problem with the movie so you know we got this we got this giant <laughs> giant ass world uh earthquake happening and then we we're having all this seismic activity happen on that volcano area no no avengers showed up like at all, none of them. Yeah, or any scientists. No one was asking. No one thought anything. Right. Who do we have left on Earth right now? Wise, you still got Doctor Strange. You still got Spider Man. You, you still got, got Captain Falcon or Cap. And and Bucky. And Bucky. Um, you have everybody from Wakanda. Dark Avengers. You still got still, a lot of people there. She's still doing shit. Like it's uh, it's, it's it's weird that like nobody came to this area like not even like regular governments i'm saying shield would have been there in a heartbeat monster coming out of the ground we're all about that in shield right i don't know i, I just thought that was weird but i guess i guess certain things you just can't do i don't know uh, well I I would say, I think we're done with this conversation now for Eternals. I would say 7 out of 10, everybody. I guys definitely should see it. We already spoiled the hell out of it. <laughs> I liked it. I, I, I think 7 out of 10 is a good score. Solid score. If there's any real problems with it, I just don't think it was amazing is all. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anything else? Mm, no, I think we're good on there. I think we talk about Marvel too much. If I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> but it's, it's okay because I I have an idea that that we're gonna talk about next. We're throwing that on, we'll throw that in on in this episode too. Then, um, we only did about what? an hour. We've only done about an hour half on this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We could throw it on then. It. I. This conversation can turn into a very long conversation. I'm not really sure. Um. Me. I want to. I want to send you what I have on it. Cause I don't, okay. I'm. 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 I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you the whole thing, but it'll be so much easier for you to be able to see it. That to me over text. Um. No. I'm going to send you probably an email. 
I, I have I have a Google Docs of it, and I've just been building on it because I'm so interested in this idea. And I think this can possibly become a D and D game, if not an actual game. But first, tell everybody what's going on. Oh, oh, oh! In... But first, but first, I need to use the bathroom. We'll, uh... I don't know if you want to pause the recording, or we could just keep playing and just, and just give me a second. Wait for me to pause this recording, so I'm just gonna there for a minute. <laughs> okay. Okay. One second. Okay, I'm back. Let me pull this up real quick. All of this out. So I've never sent a Google Docs before. I don't even know how to send these. You have a Google Docs, right? Google Docs document. You should be. Uh, it's all I'm in sure. one folder. Um, it's it's just a piece of paper. It's just it's just one. Share the file. It's just, it's just one file. I could share it, right? To the top and share it, and then you my email in. Okay. I'll tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. Is it just Nick Hamilton? Oh. I see. L-A-S. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I, you cut out on that very first one. The very couple of, first couple of others. It's my name. N I C O H. No, H. It's no H in your name. What? There is. I fucked it up when I made the email. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. There's so much. Okay, so it's my it's Nicholas without the H. Okay. Dot. Dot. Okay. C. Okay. Other dot. Okay. Hamilton. Gmail. Gmail.com. I feel like I feel like I might have already had you because it just popped up. So I'm just gonna send it. So now I think we could both look at it at the same time now. I think Gmail. that's how I think that's how Gmail uh Google Docs work. That you can actually be in here editing this while I'm also in here looking at it. Okay, once you get it, we can start up the recording. I'll explain to you what this is, what, what my idea it was, and I'll just walk through it. So it looks like you're here. Show chat. I see it all. Okay. Okay. It's just a small idea. I didn't want to think too far into it because I didn't know how I wanted to execute this. And also, I know that you have, uh, you've read a lot of stories and a lot of books. So I know you can give great insight on this. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, I have not read a lot of books. Oh. I, 
I watch oh, a wait, ton of television. Oh wait, you Been recording the whole time. I <laughs> a ton of television, and I've read, uh, I've listened to some books. Okay, so let me let me explain the idea. Okay, so basically, sometime last week, I was driving. I was driving home from work, or driving back to the hotel anyway, and I was listening to. I think I was listening to a podcast or something. And they were talking about how this was executed like really well or something, all that other stuff. And then I thought, and I was like, I want to create a story where I, I only care about the person that's listening or watching or whatever or playing the game. I only care about how they react to the story. Then I started thinking, and I was like, okay, I want to create. The, 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 the main idea was, it was to create a game and do this with the game. And it was going to be like a two-part game. Two part and then and then eventually became three. So basically, if the game is going to be an RPG game, you're going to have your character and you're going to have your uh, your party with you. Your three guys, okay? We'll say one's a healer, one's a knight, and one's a, a straight up mage or something like that. That part I haven't got to the specifics of it, but that's how it's going to be. Your character is going to be a character that has like an awesome as like uh, what's it called? Like a whip blade. Like it's like it's a sword that can turn into like one of those whips. And you'll have like a little bit of elemental power. I think I think that'd be really cool. So the world itself will be a fantasy medieval world. And the way I had to start off is, you know, you're about to go on your first adventure with, with your with your friends and all that. And you go out there. And this is this is about to be like the general story now. Like I'm not I don't have any specifics of this now. So you go out there. And you're just, doing, you're just doing adventures with your friends, and you, you'll probably have a couple quests where you can get to really know each one of your, your teammates. And then eventually you'll end up having to do one of these fights on, like, a cliffside or whatever. And for some reason, however the fight takes place, you end up falling off the cliff. And this will be, like, one of those cutscene moments where you fall off the cliff and you pass out. So then your friends will come up to you, and they'll be like, dude. Like, like you'll wake up, and, and they'll be like, dude, we, just, we thought you died. and they're all worried about you, and then you're like, "No, I'm fine. It was it was just a fall." So that happens, and maybe we'll say something like that happens two or three more times where they think like like you you like you died, but you just passed out. Like it's, it was it was like no big deal. So then this is all part of this is all part of Act One. So then towards the very end of it, you know, you go through the rest of the game. You end up fighting the big boss at the end, whatever it's going to be. That part's over. Now, once you beat that last boss, a secret mission unlocks. So you end up doing three secret missions. And after those missions, you, you get to fight the secret boss of the game. The secret boss will be some type of thing. Like, we'll, we'll, I'll just say it's a dragon. It's going to be a dragon with a name. And it's going to have the undefeatable at the, at the end of his name. Okay? Never, nobody's ever been able to defeat this dragon. So your party goes up against it. And no matter what happens... You cannot beat the dragon. No matter how good the strategy is, you can be max level. It doesn't matter. You get that thing to 25% health, it will just go into a cutscene and you guys all die. Okay? Now we go to part two of this. Act two is going gonna, is gonna to start without, without uh, any knowledge of the secret mission. Like, the secret mission didn't happen pretty much. You, you're going to pick up right off of beating the last boss. Then your first couple missions, you'll realize, are extended versions of those secret missions. So at this point, the person that's playing the game is going to realize that you're going to have to fight that dragon, that undefeatable dragon, in this second part of the game, or, or sequel of the game, whatever it is. 
So you finally get to fight the dragon now. And you're like, okay, we know how you know how you know how it moves, all that sort of stuff. You get to that point where he gets down to 25% health and he kills all of you. Now, the difference is your character didn't die. He passed out like like he's been doing before. And he wakes up and he sees that all his friends are dead. So then he knows that like like now it's 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 just sad, okay? All all his friends are dead. He knows he knows he has to get revenge on the dragon. Now it becomes from this good old adventure to a, a revenge story. And so throughout the game you'll be trying to fight this dragon and you'll be losing to it every single time. And like after the first after like the second time you realize that you've been dying this entire time. Like the dragons the dragons killed you and you've died all these other times that you're not just passing out. You're dying and then you're just being reborn and you're just waking back up. Like you're just reviving yourself. So that's like a, a huge revelation. And that would make the character be like, oh snap. I've been reviving all these times that I've been dying in those cutscenes, or all those times that I've been passing out in those cutscenes previously before. And and like you get that huge realization or whatever. And then after that, you, you'll uh find a way to give up your immortality. So you so you can get that power boost. So you can actually kill the dragon. You can get that beat that last twenty five percent. So then you get to you fight the dragon that one last time, and you're about equal in power. So that last blow kills the dragon, but you're also like dying as well. So then you know you close your eyes for the last time, and then and then after that, you hear some little boy. You don't know who the little boy is. You hear this little boy. He's telling you to wake up and all this other stuff. And like, it's, it's time for you to get up. And then you open your eyes and you realize. That you just that you're revived again, and now you're like distraught because you thought it was over. You're tired of dying and coming back to life or whatever. And then that's when you hear your friends that died previously, and they'll say whatever the whatever the guy's name is. We'll just call him John. Look like John. We saw we saw your struggle this entire time. It's time for you to rest. You know you did good. Thank you for revenge, for avenging us. Time for you to rest. And then that's how Act Two is supposed to end. So then, when I was telling when I was telling the guys at work about it. They came up with an act three saying that maybe while, you, while your character was doing all that revenge stuff, the, the uh, rest of the team was, you know, dead, probably like in the other world or something, maybe even in hell, having to do their own fight. And then they end up just meeting up with you at the end of act two for act three to be like a very, like a grand old, big old battle, which I haven't fully thought through. I just put some ideas on, on, on the page. And that's how I created the story. What do you think of the story? So I like the story. Uh, it's a lot of the bits. Um, but on the entirety of it, it is what you're basically doing is you've wrote a one shot, but a yeah. um, it's weird. It, it it's it could go to be a whole campaign if you wanted it to. Yeah. Well, also, or, also you know, that I, I made this I made this an idea of this being a video game to play. That's how I made the idea of it. That's what I what I took from it is that it has the video game mechanics, which you can easily if you wanted to make this an actual D and D transfer. So, obviously, I have no programming or video game skills. Mm. In the story of it, if you wanted to do it to be a video game. It's all right, and mechanics are almost out of the window. If you wanted to make it be a D and D thing, you can do uh, D and D for one person. 
He said you can do D&Ds for, for one person. You could run a campaign for one person. Oh, as, as far as having cutscenes and stuff, I mean, you're completely fine in, in D&D, uh, specifically when the character is incapacitated. I mean, that's the whole point of a DM is to explain things out well. So like in these scenes when like the dragon defeats you, it, you know, how, how good you're doing, he's going to defeat you. Yeah. Simple as just, I'm going to give you a little DM secret here, Jordan. The, the monster has as much health and does as much damage as I want it to whenever I want. I mean, right. if you are rolling super good, well, his health just went up too and I didn't have to tell anybody. Like, you know, as you're running it, do it that way. And so the story is, is solid for a campaign, especially if you're running it for one person. My my thought would be that... Well, wait, wait. Before, you say, before you say your thought, here's my question. Should this be a campaign, or should we just have this be like our own thing that we can we just create our own story? You know, like yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Is if you want it to be playable, I would go D&D because making up your own mechanics is hard. If you oh, want yeah. to just write a story, I think I think I would enjoy this more if we just if we like if if you wanted to, we just made a story out of this, yeah. just fleshed out the world yeah. and. And all that stuff, and it could just be a really cool story. Yeah, going the direction, writing like a like a book almost. Yeah. Um, I am currently writing a book, or supposed to be, but I haven't had very much. You haven't had with time. It. What up? You're cutting out on me. Okay. Last. Wait, can you hear me? Nick? Yeah. Okay, I think it's good now. He's writing a book. Because you you you've laid out this story in a video game base. Like I I can see how this would play as a video game really well. Uh huh. The, the pacing and the the repetitively fighting the same thing with different things and like this works out for that really good. You, you, yeah. See, you'd have to change ahead, some stuff to be a book, is what I'm saying. See, and, and that's why I left it as a game idea because that's the way I originally thought of it as a game. And then I'm, I'm just like, but I can't create a game. I was thinking, like, maybe if I can flesh out the story enough, I could just find one of those uh, game game devs and just send them the story and just be like, if you make this a game, I want my credit. That's it. I would like to... Because I like the... So it, it has some... Dark Souls vibes with the the reborn aspect every time yeah. you do things. It also gives me Dark Souls vibes off of the fact that you're fighting the same thing again and again and probably getting really good at fighting it until you... Right? Right. But remember, that's only the second, that's only the second part of it. Like, 
the, the first part is is mainly just to build your relationship with with your friends so when they actually die you can feel you can feel that pain too so you you'd have to do a lot of world building uh but you have to decide uh what are we doing open world i don't think this would be an open world game because i think it would be a semi-open that was my original thought did i, did I put open world on this might have i just haven't seen it um rpgs usually are um yeah because with this last aspect of fighting the dragon multiple times you wouldn't This super heavy story is story driven. Like you want to build a relationship with these characters, mm-hmm. to be playing through a uh, story. I'm wondering yeah. if it wouldn't be interesting, like a hold up. You are Dude. cutting out a lot right now. I'm gonna turn off this. I want to turn off this Wi-Fi. That should that should make things better. Better? Yeah, I, th- I think it's better now. It's actually having it go into because that's the next thing, right? Depending on what style of game you were doing, would be drastically different levels yes. of coding you'd have to do. So my original thought. What oh, kind go, of, ahead, go ahead. I was thinking those like have you ever i've never played them but i've seen them play those castlevania side scroller games i've never played those but any of those old school games I'm yeah I, I i know i know what you mean the two-dimensional games i think bit style to them but not eight bit but you know what i mean like it has that like yeah you can you you could stuff would be much easier like finding make a game that would be plausible is what i'm saying like just even be able to to make a game like that and i half of my friends are in computer science majors like i could find somebody who could make a game like that and i could do the art design in a game like that if it's just pixels that could work would the game be a um, because you cut out on me a few times, so I don't know if you said this already or not. But would it be a turn-based game, then? Like, um, like a turn-based, you know, you know, move throughout the world or whatever as a side scroller, and then be turn-based mechanics. No, no, it would be like, um, <clears throat> like Mario almost. Oh, okay, okay. Move. You can move as much as you want. Jump up and down, and you have attacks. Two-dimensional plane. Okay, I could see that working. How how would the other the other three players work though? Like your teammates on that. So that so if if you had three people, right? We have. Uh, I'm trying to find where that was at again. What they it's, it's, what their classes were? Yeah, like basically like a healer, a mage, and then a um like a paladin or something, or like a, a knight or something. You have the one guy. I'm assuming you would be the knight. You no, there's four. There's four total. There, those those three are your teammates. Your person is just a it's just a sword fighter. I'm gonna see where this is written, just so I can look at it. Um, it should be at the very top. If um, we were not very very top, that, maybe what if we? One. 
Yeah, Act One. If you look at the first paragraph of Act One, so you could have some choices, right? But yeah. let's say on screen it'd be you and two other people instead. And here's why: you could pick between a, a mage, a healer, uh, and um, a ranger, being like like the proper proper place character. And so with character you would uh move your character willingly the, the the party the rest of them would just follow you you but so you could have like the healer would have so many healing spells and they could heal you right? or the wizard if you picked the wizard would be able to cast spells to maybe like right. a shield or something or right. if you had like the tank guy he could jump in front of you for certain attacks uh, or the ranger could do ranged attacks. So and they, and they would have their own designated buttons for that for that action or whatever. You'd click that button and they'd activate their ability that you have set to them. And you could also do things where it would be like, because it's all combat, it could be like, you know, uh, the ranger could shoot something which would let a ladder down so you guys could climb up. Okay, so maybe like small, small little puzzles and stuff like that. Where it would be useful to have team, like these other people's abilities. But they would be like AI. They'd always stay in a certain position behind you, and then once they they jump in front, which kind of makes sense with like the whole. See, I I like that. I like that idea. I like that idea. Like, I was thinking way too ambitiously, like on something that I know I couldn't do. But that's that sounds like a lot, like really doable. Like my original idea was, in terms of like, let's say, let's let's use Skyrim as an example. The game looks like Skyrim. And you have like designated buttons for your teammates to do their own spells or whatever or or attacks, but they'll mainly just fight by themselves. And you're just in the party with them, and you can move out throughout the semi-open world. Like you would just have sections of of let's let's say we have an island and there's four sections of it. There'll be four different semi-open worlds that you can be on. And then for the act two, the dragon would just be in different locations throughout your playing. Your, your time playing. It'd be like, I mean, that's like a triple A game at that point. I, I, know, like I know, I know, millions I know. of my, dollars. My, but like, my, but this could be a this could be an actual indie game though, if we if we do pixelated and eight bit. Matthews making video games too. He went to school for that briefly. Yeah. I'm if we're we're kind of going off of an already existing framework, as in like. Pennsylvania games because they're better, they're more def, they're more defined than um. Like if you look them up, yeah, mechanics, but they're you know, so the characters look more detailed, but it would work because you, you act of the cutscene. That's a huge part of it where they have like the the characters come up and it it shows the text on the screen and you can choose what you say in response and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the the actual, yeah, those mechanics are universally loved. I mean, those games still come out today, and that's the basis of all video games. It, it was cool. You could do some really cool uh, world building with it, like the designs for the backgrounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that could work. I shoot. I, I now I want to take this serious. But yeah, but I mean, like, and and so. 
you would figure out what kind of a game you were shooting for because uh, any story can be adapted to anything. But if you going for that, you could build the story around the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think that could work. I would I would be down for something like that. Like an eight bit an eight bit game side scroller. Yeah. I, I think every I think everything can be easily applied to that. It's a ton of work. I have no video game design stuff, but yeah. I have I have art design stuff out the ass and I'm as you know, not half bad at coming up with stories and stuff. So Right. I I have some pixel experience. I, I've I've done pixel art. I've I've made like characters in motion. I feel like this spot or or not even or or not even a full game. You can make this a, a like a, a a pixel animation video. If we were gonna probably, do a video, you probably want it to be probably want it to be what? It's a at that point, it's like a like a short film then. Yeah, a short film, maybe one, maybe two parts. Hard, I, you know what I mean? Because you can do like a montage of fighting the dragon multiple times, kind of thing, to get the same points across. Mm-hmm. Different ways you can go with it. So, my major question is: the other thing is like, home we don't need as much stuff, right? Because you have. Uh, you have so much stuff, so you don't need a ton of. You need a lot, but not as much as like if you're doing a book, you need a shit right. world building because you're writing so much stuff. Whereas like a video game, you need different kinds of world building. It's a lot more visual and less, you know, historical kind of stuff. Yeah. It just depends on which direction you're going with it. But overall, the story itself seems interesting enough and definitely itself to multiple different ways, like whichever way you wanted to go with it. Now, what did you think of? Do do you think the story should stop after they beat after like you know after he says you know you can rest now, or do you think it should it should continue on? What's your what's your take on how that how that act two ended? Act two ended, and I feel like that's a really solid place for it to end. That's that's my that was my original. You know, design for it. That that's how I explained it to my coworkers. The ones, the one, the coworkers that actually liked comics. That's the people I was talking to, and then they said, "It should. Why don't you have like a, an end monster that they got to fight or whatever?" And so I didn't try thinking about it because I thought it, I thought it, it sounded good and I can make more connections that way. But it's way harder to come up with that third act because it wasn't. It's like it's like tacked on. Versus the, the other act, two, the act three. If it was a video game, it'd be a DLC. Got a point. You got a point there. Story would end and it'd be solid. And then for people that want to play more, you could add this on and it's almost like, you know, up to you if it is how it is. And so what Act 3 is, um, Immortal at the beginning. Okay. Okay. 
They will be... Yeah, I mean... Hold up, you cut I mean, out again. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. I definitely see what you mean that Act 3 is the least um, like, Because it, it, wasn't, it wasn't my full idea, so it wasn't like... like, like I, I have Act 2 bouncing off of Act 1 so much because I... I thought it so I thought it thoroughly through like this is what's gonna happen in act one, but you're not gonna understand this until act two. But then act three is just like oh, well we can add we can add for them to do something and then you know act two ends and they'll all meet up again to fight something else. But now but now I gotta make act three connect to act one and two a lot better. And it, I, and it's just it's just not something I've thought about fully. And now I gotta create this com this complicated story to how act three is gonna fit in fully weren't writing act two with yeah. three in mind. And I kind of, I really do kind of like where act two ends with just. I, I think that's a, a solid way to end. Like, I feel like that, like I could see streamers or, so, or whatever playing the game and being really emotional towards the very end of that. And then having to see act three and just be like, bro, what the fuck? I mean, as far as playing this through a video game, I mean, yeah, act, act you're collecting act one is mostly just missions unrelated to the dragon all yeah. of these all of these missions ending with you collecting items or stuff that like i was thinking later on yeah i was thinking like basically the game be like um have you ever played monster hunter or do you know of monster it, hunter I, I know of it yeah so i was thinking that the game would be something like that where they go on an adventure and they'll they'll be collecting bounties or or on like special mythical monsters or whatever, and then the, the last boss of the first act would just be like a high like a high staking bounty or whatever on on a monster, and I was thinking maybe that's how we'll do that's that's how we'll make the adventure that you know the, the friends are bonding over fighting these monsters and like going through tough tough like quests and stuff like that. And and just not make it a serious game, make make it just a fun game. To the, and then that's when you get to Act Two, where you're just like, "Fuck, this is not this is not the same game." So like, you'll fight the dragon several times, but it would just be like small boss fights. It wouldn't just be you fighting him. You'll go back and like do other quests to get stronger, come back fight the dragon or whatever, stuff like that. And then and then Act Three and then Act Three just seems like it would be like a straight through whatever other world or hell that they're in to fight some. Entity. Is working as like one of the I, I really, games, though. I mean, I think I really, really, yeah, fun. I really, I really, yeah. I have this completely as a game in my head, and I probably would. It, it definitely works that way the best. Like making a whole story out of this, making a book out of this would it would be. That's a lot of that's a lot of like research and. Out so much work. The one I'm, yeah. the one I'm writing right now is ridiculous. Like I can't, I I could put I could put all the other stuff together, but the way like I'm like so one one tracked on how I want the story to go that everything would just need to connect to what I'm doing and not like be just random points of information or random lore. Exactly. Anything like video game stuff lends it lends it to it because you only have to put in what's important what's to the story right now yeah like 
most of the stuff were, were all on that world, like the world building section. Most of that stuff I just put in there because I was like, if I gotta create, like, if I have to create Act Three, then I need more, I need more stuff to pull from. Only, only the the very first, like the Beast Hunter Association thing, is only like completely necessary for Acts One and Two. Maybe even the cultist thing because I think having a cult that's talking about how you're, how they think you're immortal throughout the whole first act would be kind of funny because you'll actually realize that you're immortal in Act in Act Two. really go somewhere I'm, I'm i'm thinking now like right you have act one act two. i would stick with act one and act two i think if you get into act three it's going to get a little long and, yeah and almost going to need an act four to connect them uh okay is is take act take the acts and figure out if, if with that side scroller thing it makes it really easy because like uh world map right mm. world map you have all the places you can go to and you can't go to certain places until you go to other places right? right and you can jump back and forth from places and play through to maybe maybe have to get extra things and stuff but so more or less you'd say in act one there's missions you know what i mean right and, say and that again you cut out you cut out on that on that word on you'd say there's maybe 10 missions so okay you i'm these are all made up numbers It'd be whatever you need to do to tell the whole story, but like each mission would just be a location you can go to, you know, and you're coming from the left hand and you're going the right right hand and you just have to finish it and you'd find people along the way, you know, things to talk, things to fight, challenges and stuff, but that you would get all your story out, and right, then, you know, and thing in Act Two, so you would break it down mission by mission, and so that's all you have to write is. You know, you take your story and you're literally breaking it up into into missions on your path. I, I you could add like extra things, like if they go back to other missions after they get new things, you could use those to unlock little extra secret amounts of information and stuff. That's actually a pretty solid idea. I could see I could see a game like this being on like Xbox or just or just on PC. Shoot, I like this. Now it's I just got to it so much because because you can really story going story you have laid out is I don't want to say railroading, but it's not that free. You know what I mean? Like you you need things to play out in a specific order to yeah go into the dragon first because they'd get fucked and it break the surprise. Right, so like you need to play it in a certain order. So this this way you to control it in a specific order they could only go here then they can only go here and you get all the information in the order we want you to really okay. cool like like for this design i think this style would actually kind of be really cool okay so now my next question is so now so we will make this like a one game with two acts would i need to just drop the secret missions or should i make it like or should I make it like Act One is its, its own game within the game, okay? And then Act Two, you just carry over your save file from Act One, something like that. Or should or should I just make it go right through and 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 take out the secret missions? I mean, that would be up to you. That's you're getting really into the details with that. Like, 
I'm, I'm just thinking because I think I think I'm I think I'm gonna probably write out how I would like the mission to go. Like I'll, I'll probably go I'll probably go under Act One and be like Mission One. This is how things will go. Mission Two. This is how things will go. Recommend doing say exactly what they have to do in the mission, and then all the people, and then do a whole separate thing for all the story of that mission. Right. So like in Mission One, they have to fight this little monster. They have to navigate cool and then they have to they go through a city and they talk to some people and then they have to fight the big monster at the end and then so that's what happens but then you know the characters are probably talking to each other during the mission and yeah you know when they encounter that guy or in the in the city they have a conversation with him so that would be its own separate thing because you're basically doing two things right you need to tell your story i mean missions also are going to need to tell the story but then uh-huh. you also need to know what happens in that mission individually right and a story be connected you know you, you, they shouldn't be talking about stuff that they're not doing but uh that's when you start breaking it into when you're writing out each mission uh um secret missions might get in the way or they might become really useful as you write it like it's really hard to tell things until you start in the process of it you know what i mean yeah maybe i'll have it like those secret missions would just be other than the, other than fighting the dragon those secret missions would just be like just sprinkled throughout like we'll say you do mis- you do missions 1 2 3 and then a secret mission unlocks and you could just do that and you'll do 3 4 5 or 3 or 4 Four, five, six, or whatever. Another one unlocks. If it unlocks, when you say unlock, here's my thought. Right, is like let's say you do the first three missions. Uh, you beat mission three, so now you can access mission four. What if yeah. you choose back to the location for mission one, and now there's this this alternate route that you can go in mission. Well, I'm thinking it's more like a map. Right in between every time you beat a mission, the map opens up and you can choose where to go next. Yeah. Just went back to location one. Up there. I, I see. Be I the see secret mission. So, like, whatever the secret mission was, it would take place in location one's spot, but only after three. And then yeah. you go to, you beat four, five, and six. After you've beaten six, if you went back to location four, there's no. I see. You know, I, I, I get account. that. So that okay, makes it like a secret mission where it's like you could actually play the game and never find them. But if you did, but if you do find them, that that rewards you because now you know what's what's happening or what's going to happen. But you get a little bit in more information. Part. But the information can't be essential to beating the game. But it yeah. should be like interesting. They're like, oh, I'm glad I came back and did these missions. Right. Yeah, that's a solid idea. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to take some time and just write out what I think about this, and probably like revisit the conversation. I would say maybe not the next podcast, but the podcast after. Justin and Matthew, and see what they think about this too. About how work it would be because, like I said, I really don't know anything about like programming video games and stuff. But I know like it's like that video games run on, and I'm imagining kind of like framework that you can get your hands on for a pixelated game like this where you don't have to do uh-huh. a lot of the programming you just 
and uh you know what i mean yeah it would still take programming stuff that i can't do but something moving along because it's not like we're reinventing the wheel here we're not trying to come up with a new system we just no. this is a this is an age-old system i mean video games have been like this forever and there's probably even there's probably even those like your own game creators or whatever some kind on, of thing that that you on should the internet to do faster with it. but i idea and i think it would lend itself to it yeah they uh so is you're the main character you're the the stereotypical knight right and then you would have a a defensive and a um cut out again right if defensive and what else Like the defensive one would either be like, I I I would say I would say for that you'll have your your two other people. I would say let let your let your character be the main whip the the guy that can do like in a the sword the whip blade sword, and then let the defensive be a knight. And you can you can choose whether you want to have a healer on your team or you can have the mage on your team, depending on how difficult you think the next level is going to be. So the knight or the healer are interchangeable, right? So the yeah. knight can jump out in front of you and block hits, and the healer can heal you from hits. So you can pick yeah. either or. And then the mage and the ranger are either or, and they can both do ranged attacks. That's a good idea. Like a little bit of choice, you know what I mean? But they mm-hmm. would have, probably have very similar personalities. Or maybe they wouldn't, and that would give the game replay value. Yes, that's what I want. I want to have that different, that... You know, these you're having, you know, three, four friends. They're not all going to be the same. They're not, they're not going to even want to. They're not even going to think the same. So that's where the charm of the game would, would, would like be there. So you pick depending on who you have, yeah. And you know. it would, it would like what you could do. Like maybe the wizard can do certain things that the ranger couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Do, but like they're the same class like you you have to have one or the other to beat the game but I the the archer and the knight and then i could play it with the healer and the wizard yeah i could be a totally or not a totally different experience but a big enough different experience right you'll have you'll have to play the game differently and maybe it maybe even make it like a, a a challenge to play with a healer like to play with certain people Giving it replay value. I think this is a lot of fun. Now I just got to write up the story, then think in terms of of a game fully. Yeah, because I like I I got it pictured in my head pretty vividly because I've I've played some some pixel games recently on Xbox and it's just like I see this working. I see it working pretty well. Now we get voice actors and play. To do. I know some of them, it was just text, and then you can do voice acting as well. I mean, what do I mean? No, voice, voice acting is too much work. I don't, way too much work. <laughs> Mix up Fun. things a little bit. Make, make, make the knight a girl and not, and not the stereotypical guy. 
and make make the mage a guy. Make the healer a guy. Don't make the healer the the female on the group. I'm gonna drop a picture in here just to show you one of these Castlevania games, so you can see okay. you can see the um everything up by doing this. The game that I think of right now, it's on Xbox. It's called like it's called like a tamer, some kind of tamer game. I just pasted it in there. Uh, like the the level of animation to it, right? Yeah, okay. Okay, we're on the same page of what we're thinking. The game that I played recently is more like... Do I have it? Like 8-bit, but it's still... Animation system that basically anyone can pull off. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Monster Sanctuary. I'm trying to find a good picture of it. Maybe this one. Copy. Okay, I'm about to put it under your... Oh, you delete your picture. I'll put it right here at the bottom. This is this is a game that I played where it basically so it's almost like Pokemon. It was a same style. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking about. And you have like the uh like some platforms, different monsters and stuff. And mm -hmm. even, even I'm assuming these left are all on the same team. Yeah, the all the ones on the left are on the same team. But that but that goes into a um a turn based style, like right right. That fight right there is, is in turn base currently, but they but they do it in the overworld and not like a different format, like how Pokemon just, does it. Like just, like how Pokemon does an overworld and then there's a, the fighting stage or whatever. Well, I mean, we could you could go with that because then you could even add initiative into it, right? Where like certain people get to take the turn first. So if we go, if we went that style, then I will have to come up with like moves to learn every couple of levels or whatever. Oh shoot! It, it can go either way. It would be more complicated on what you'd have to put in it. The original way, I imagine, you would just your character's abilities would just get stronger. But with the way, it'd have to be yeah. like you know your fighter can do you know. He does his whip attack, but then he could do like a different kind of whip attack. I mean, there's a ton of different ways you could go with this, but I, I, I think I that would might be the simplest. I think that might be the simplest. You could just, yeah. Base. Side, side scroller, I think, is, is the way to go. Because uh, I, picture, I picture it now in my head pretty vividly, and, and it worked. This, yeah. So uh, the design wise, I could do a lot of this. Shoot. Maybe maybe we maybe we can get the whole cast, the whole crew to work on this. It'll be it'll be our like our own little project. Writing dialogue. 
Wait, say that again. But writing dialogue. But, but writing dialogue. I let Molly do that. <laughs> really good at it. Have small banter. We, we would just need banter to happen. Like when, whenever they get out of a fight or something, that would be really cool. I mean, I'm I'm excited on this. I can see where this could go. Um, ton of time to work on it right now because, like I said, I'm still trying to write a book, and I'm oh no, you're good. Writing. But else, and I mean, this is gonna be this would be a huge project to undertake. I mean, this would be yeah. This would this would take some time, even if you if if, if we committed to it. Yeah, through it all. You were originally saying send it away to other people and see if they'd be interested in taking it, like people that really know what they're doing. Yeah. Let them create it and then, oh, shoot, that would be cool. You know, to like, or find an indie developer. And be like, here, this is a cool story idea. Make the game for me. Some concept art. Yeah, I, I would say maybe like, Two podcasts from now, we come re like re like re revisit this. Give me your takes on what I've done so far at that point, and then see see like see what we can do. Like maybe maybe I I could send it off to like an actual indie develop indie developer, or maybe this is something that Justin and Matthew could help on. It would just depend on how hard it's going to be to actually program this. And like I said, I mean, if people were doing it back in the eighties, you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't be too too bad. Maybe you're right. There should be some kind of app or program to just kind of do this already. Yeah, like like you know, there are tons of games. Actually, actually, Roblox is one. Roblox and this thing called I think it's called Epic Center or something like that, where. You you literally can they give you the assets to make your own game with inside their game. That's that's basically what Roblox is. Roblox is just they give you what you want to make the games out of, and then they they create the games and they they monetize off of it and stuff. Like you can play a Squid Game on Roblox. I don't know if you know what Squid Game is or not. I saw of the show. Yeah. So this is. I mean, uh, this is to move into though jordan i mean i can realistically see this working five years from now i'm gonna have a game made i'm staking it right there i'm quitting my job (laughs) but i liked i liked what you had to say um i think it was some very good input Actually, it gave me a more realistic view of, of this game now. I think it's something that's actually possible versus what I was originally thinking. Originally thinking it was possible too. I'm just thinking that this is a lot more doable with like the skills that we have. Like I could see us pulling this off. Like I have. Right. Those AAA games take so much work. So much. Yeah, I think I think I might actually. Either I think maybe later today I might actually take some time to just jot some some more ideas down. Act three being like extra or DLC is a really good idea because then that means I don't actually have to do it. 
now I'm gonna put the put the thinking about about how to make all that fit in. Shoot, because Comes because the, the way Act Three was going, because because of the main character lost his immortality, it, it it was able to release some kind of beast that was connected to him. So then I had to become a come to, to uh, come up with the reason to why he was immortal in the first place, and 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 then I was I had to go all the way back to the very beginning and be like, okay, so this is what happened. I had to explain his story to why he didn't have his family, and and oh, it, it was it was it was becoming a mess. It was like a, it was a headache because I had to, I had to make it a, I had to make the way I had to make the story in a way where he didn't know that he was immortal from the start. So then I have to go kill his original family. So I, I had I had the cultists wipe them out, and he got adopted into another family, and that's why he didn't know. And I was like, I don't want to do all that. If you ever end up coming up with an easier way to fold all this in, throw it in as a DLC. If not, you just kind of brush over. <laughs> you, you, you just you just skip over it. You just skip over the logic and just and just play the game. That's what they do in them. But I feel like I I can't I can't ever do something like that. Like I have to explain away everything for it to make sense. But I'm gonna write that down. Uh, Act three is now DLC. Okay. I think I think that was a good conversation. I think I think we're we're good there. So that I think we've probably finished this episode. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week with. I don't know what the topic is now. Well, what's this? What's today? today is the seventh. I think fourteenth. I, I think we're all movied out. The next thing we will have to talk about will be. Um, guy comes out. That's going to come out week to week anyway, so we're not going to be doing a big review on that. Yeah. I don't know what we'll do next week. We'll have to. We got all week to think about it. Um, that's the end of the podcast. Then, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>